The economy right now, a huge story, debt ceiling, inflation. On Sid in the morning, uh, we had uh, Larry Kudlow yesterday, Ron Insana today. But Lou Dobbs is the best in the business. You hear his reports every couple of minutes here on WABC because there's nobody better. Janet Yellen is saying extraordinary measures. Those are the two words making it sound like a very, very bad thing. But others are telling me we really have until June before we default. Then it becomes an issue. But again, nobody knows more about this than Lou Dobbs. And, Lou, and the market went down 600 it points did. today. It did. Uh, Lou, you're on with uh, John Katzmatidi, Sid Rosenberg, and Peter King. How are you, pal? Well, I'm great. Thanks, Sid. Uh, John, thanks. Congressman, uh, good to talk with you. Uh, you too. So, so you heard what I said, what uh, Larry and Ron others have told me, that even though Janet Yellen is using these big words about tomorrow, that basically yeah. we've got until June to worry about default. And those folks tell me there's no way we will default. What do you think about this whole debt ceiling issue? Well, I think the debt ceiling issue is an unfortunate one for the Republicans just at this moment in which they have so much going for them to take on an issue that they know will end uh, exactly as the president has said. With an agreement, it'll be clean. It'll be straightforward. Uh, It's an unfortunate uh, tactical mistake in my judgment. Uh, It is a serious issue, though, for the country because we're looking at a debt ceiling of 31 $0.4 $0.4 trillion in debt ceiling, and we're exceeding that uh, with a with an economy that can't get close to matching it and isn't on a trajectory to catch up in the years ahead. Something has to give. Well, tell us, uh, the market went down 600 points today. Interest rates went down. There, there's some of the Fed uh, chairs, the local Fed chairs, are arguing, oh, rates have to go up. But in reality, there's only one boss. That's true. And and that boss has got a very bad track record, John, Uh, as you and I both know, as your audience knows. This is a Federal Reserve that still has not come to a a maturity in managing markets, if there is such a thing as a capable management of markets. But the idea, as one Fed official, who I won't mention his name, uh, said, uh, we need rapid interest rate hikes, uh, as many as five in a row. Uh, to make certain that we're stamping out inflation. That is the kind of idiocy that you do not expect from a responsible Yeah, I'm on the other side. Lou, I'm on the other side. I was on on, uh, your old station, Fox, the other day, and I looked at the camera and I said, uh, Mr. Powell, if you raise interest rates more than a quarter percent, you're going to destroy our country. Oh, he's going to do that, though. Maybe a point or two before it's all said and done. Right, Lou? I think you're right, and I think John's right, uh, because we agree on this 100%. Uh, it, it's, it is a tough moment here, because we are looking at retail sales declining at the end of the year. We're looking at uh, real softness in the economy. We're seeing charges r- rising on credit cards. We're seeing, for the first time, we're starting to see significant increases in delinquencies. Uh, and obviously, commercial banks are now putting together larger larger sums for their uh, uh, loan loss reserves. Uh, It it is uh, a moment where we have to be, I think, really smart. And I don't see the Fed being smart at all here. Lou, this is Pete King. I ask you a question. You know, the debt ceiling is something we're going to have to raise it. It is money that we owe. But having said that, it's also a political reality that the Republicans have to bargain and negotiate. How long do you think they can bargain and negotiate before it has a, a, a very negative impact on the stock market? You know, when will the stock market start taking this seriously that we may go under? I, I, you know, first of all, Pete, I think, uh, first of all, it's great to, to hear your voice and talk with you. Uh, I, I think that experience tells us that this has never worked out for the Republican right. Party to take on this issue. 
why they're doing it again. I understand the politics of it within the House because they have a new rules package that means that there has to be offsets. Uh, but they, they can't do that with this legislation, uh, and they have to understand that. Once they, they're pacifying their own membership here, uh, that shouldn't take more than a few weeks. And to do so in a responsible, quiet manner, I would love to see McCarthy kind of back off the mano a mano thing with Biden. First of all, it isn't a fair fight. Uh, and secondly, it helps uh, no one in the political in, in the Republican Party. You're right. I mean, well, I've been through a few of these and we've never won any of them. Anytime we shut the government <laughs> down, anytime we uh, you know, uh, threaten not to raise the debt ceiling, it ends up backfiring on us. Exactly. And and we know that it's going to be resolved. Uh, come uh, If it goes to the middle of June, it's going to be even uglier. I hope that they will uh, make the prudent decision and just resolve this and move on to what does matter. There is so much uh, opportunity for the Republicans here that will bring them great credit instead of uh, you know question marks about judgment. This is uh, the great Lou Dobbs. You hear him on WABC all day long, starting with my show, Sitting Friends in the Morning. Uh, Lou, interest uh, inflation, I should say, down to about 6.5%, still very, very high. But, of course, we were over 9 not that long ago. But spending is still an issue. So when Joe Biden comes out yesterday and says the economy is strong, but inflation mm-hmm. is still 6.5%, interest rates are still going up, for the layman out there doesn't follow this like you do, how could they both be right? Well, they, can, they could be both right, but I don't believe they are. Uh, we, we have an inflation rate right now that is slowing, uh, but these prices are still well above Fed targets and also well above what is uh, sensible uh, for, the, for American household budgets. This is irresponsible to continue these inflationary uh, uh, policies. Uh, and the latest piece of legislation, the $1.7 trillion omnibus bill, is just uh, is mind-boggling in its impact, uh, its potential impact on uh, the economy, certainly. As we look at these numbers, there's another impact here, and it does relate to debt. Uh, that is, the national debt now is soaring toward $32 trillion. It's going to be 120% of our total gross, our, our total economy uh, that we produce each each year. This is madness. And at the same time, we have watched rates. The Federal Reserve has raised rates almost three times as much uh, as they were at the beginning of last year. We're looking at double the cost for the U.S. government to pay down that debt, doubling the cost. And we're looking at hundreds of of billions of dollars more now that the Federal Reserve, uh, the Federal Reserve, the Treasury Department, will have to raise uh, from taxpayers. This is a mindless uh, spiral uh, and loop uh, in, in rates that we just got to get a hold of. Wow. Let me, let me tell you, it's, uh, uh, I'm worried. I'm worried about what's going to happen. Uh, when's the next Fed uh, meeting? Well, the next Fed meeting will be at the middle of next month, but uh, it's, it's going to be uh, – yeah, you know, I, you know I, I, have to, I would like to be able to say that I'm encouraged that I've got something positive to say here. The most positive thing I can say is that we're seeing some adjustment in the yield curve, uh, that we're starting to see some rationality in the relationship between short and long uh, treasuries. But uh, beyond that right now, uh, it, the next six months are going to be very difficult to predict. Uh, because the Fed is absolutely impossible. And, and some of the banks have started to suffer. Goldman Sachs had a bad quarter. PNC Bank yeah. had a bad quarter. 
Yeah, they did. And they, there's no deal making going on. There are no IPOs. There, there's uh, no deal. Looking... Who's going to make a deal at 8% interest? Yeah, no, not right now. Yeah. And then, you know, just to exactly. kind of circle back to the start of this discussion, Lou Dobbs, if, in fact, we do default, which, again, I think no, is— No, we're not going to No, default. I know we won't. It doesn't. But if we you know do, do— They settle at midnight before uh, the default. 100%. But, but if it does happen, that rare case it does happen, it won't happen. You're right. Are we looking at possibly 3 million jobs gone, 401ks gone? I mean, really, it would be a, a complete disaster economically if that was to ever happen, even though we know it's probably not going to? The, the default would have if it were to happen, and uh, and I assure you, it will not happen. It will not happen. Uh, because the losses are finally, the stakes are finally so high that not even the uh, sometimes imbecilic uh, policymakers in Washington uh, could uh, even approach that, that moment. Uh, but what is difficult, uh, I think, for all of us to grasp is the enormity of the potential losses already in the market and, pre- and prescript- uh, prospectively uh, in the market ahead. Because we're looking now at levels that uh, we're returning back to where we were. The bear market was confirmed with the, with the S&P 500 uh, in the middle of October of last year. We do not want to approach that again. Absolutely. That is uh, the way of uh, great pain for for millions of Americans, as you put it, Sid. You're exactly right. Lou Dobbs, thank you for your wisdom, and uh, I hope uh, we will survive. Thank you so much. We will. We will prevail. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.